On this episode of the Trade Busters podcast, we're going to look at how you can visualize probabilities with the new expectancy simulator. Before I go on, just a quick disclaimer, I'm not a financial advisor, so everything on this podcast is for informational purposes only and not to be construed as investment advice. So um, this is something I put together uh, about a couple weeks ago. I just haven't had a chance to record this episode yet, but I've been looking forward to doing this because it's really a lot of fun and kind of a a great educational tool uh, to not only kind of learn about how probabilities work in terms of expectancy, but see it visually. I think the visual aspect is going to be the most useful part of this. So, you know, one one thing that in trading, we hear a lot about risk management, right? And obviously, intuitively, you know, you should you know manage your risk, right? But at the end, it's like, why exactly, you know, when do you have to manage a loss at a certain level? Why Why is it so important to cut losses or at least make sure your losses are small right um because obviously for for example on on tasty trade or some other type of trading styles people focus a lot on the win rate and having a lot of occurrences um, and doing a lot of trades which is all fine but sometimes i feel like there's not enough emphasis on the risk management side and i want to really show you how important it is in sort of shaping your overall expectancy and this will kind of help you do that. And, you know, one other thing that uh, it might be kind of common is you might hear sort of beginner traders talk about or complain about how they seem to be losing money even though they have a high win rate, right? 85%, 95%. And then obviously they usually the, the culprit is some big trade that had a huge loss that wiped out, you know, weeks or months of gains. And we all kind of know that can happen. Uh, but we still let it, right? Because we just don't maybe fully grasp the importance and how much of an impact even having a loss that's, you know, four or five times your usual amount, you know, can really have on that long-term expectancy. So this tool can uh, really help show not only the law of large numbers, because of course that is something that we always focus on, right? Having the high occurrences, but but how the actual numbers and the probabilities can be skewed you know, by these kind of black swan events like these extra large losses or how sensitive your expectancy actually is to small changes. So uh, if you go to the Trade Busters page, www.thetradebusters.com, there is now a link to, on the left-hand side, the expectancy simulator. Um, so this I have modeled it two ways, okay? This model, I've modeled it the traditional way using... Uh, where you just have a fixed uh, trade size, right? So I, I love with a fixed credit. It's on row 13. Um, if you have a fixed um, credit and there's a toggle there, basically um, row 11. Now, depending on when you're listening, it may not be row 11 anymore, but it's called trade size. There's a toggle. You can set to fixed or target. So fixed is just going to give you a flat amount. So if you want to set it to like a quarter percent, it means you're uh, you're trading at a size where your your profit is a quarter percent of your account, okay? And then you can set kind of the win-loss ratio. And then there's a there's a targeting mode, which goes through the same aspect as the um, risk calculator that I've been using for the Trinity system and all of my other kind of credit targeting methodologies. And basically, it takes the starting account based on your target return and based on the... Um, 
expected PCR, based, uh, which is in turn based on the win-loss ratio, it's going to calculate a credit target, and that's all tied to how many number of trades you want to do. So I'm going to run through all the toggles and variables real quick, and hopefully you guys can click through the formulas. And I've left little notes in each cell. If you see a black triangle, mouse over uh, or hover your mouse at a computer, and you can see the note. But I'm going to go through the toggles and explain how that works, and then some examples that I really want you to kind of simulate and run yourself and you can see how the different graph plays out. So on the left hand side you'll see the trade configuration. These are all the kind of the inputs. There's two metric tables in the middle and I'll explain why there's two in a second. And on the right hand side there is a graph. Right? This is a visual graph of your performance or return um, curve over the life of the simulation. Now I want to Make clear, this is a simulation. This is not a backtest, okay? There is no market data here. I'm basically using a random number generator and inside of Google Sheets, and depending on the projected win rate you pick, it's going to just have a number of occurrences that will either be a winner or a loser, and it's going to size them based on your input. So let's go down the inputs. Um, so uh, first, of course, there's the starting netlick. And honestly, the netlick is there just for... if people want to look at dollar amounts, but this whole thing really deals with percentages anyways. Um, but for now, let's just put in $100,000. Um, 100,000. Okay, so there's target return. Let's ignore that for now. That's going to be used for the targeted mode, which I'll get into in a second. Uh, there's the number of trades, and that's literally tells you how many samples this thing will run. Okay, the max is 500. I don't have it supporting any more than that. You'll see that um, there's three tabs here. There's a tab called data, which you can see all 500 samples with the random number generator. But if you select like 100 or 10 or 200, something less, there's a filter data set that filters just that number of occurrences. So you can you can even see how um, changing the number of occurrences changes the, the expectancy, how much that, um, that can really swing things. So um, one thing I want to note, again, for now, let's use the fixed mode okay so the projected win rate okay so the projected win rate that's literally you're telling the system what you want the win rate of your strategy to be um, now the profit target basically means are you gonna have your wins this is just like if you sell you know if you sold credit for a dollar are you taking it to expiration taking max profit 50% 60% stop loss is relative to the the trade size right so if you have a 200 percent stop loss it means the stop is 200 or 2x relative to the max profit so uh, let me let me jump down to row 13 and i'll kind of that makes it more clear so if we're using for example the trade size is set to fixed okay and you have a fixed credit so let's say it's one percent that that's really big but just for round numbers so one percent of $100,000 would be $1,000. So if you set your profit target to 100%, that means on a win, you'll win $1,000. If you have a 50% profit target, it means on a win, you'll win $500, okay? Now, similarly on a stop loss, the stop loss is relative to this trade size, all right? So 1% is $1,000. If you have a stop loss at 100%, which is 1x, it means you lose $1,000. If you had 200%, which is 2x, you would lose $2,000, okay? So hope that makes sense. Now, just to make things clear about the risk-reward profile, 
there's literally a line that says risking X to make one, right? So, and just to give an example, if I had a 100% profit target, but a 200% stop loss, right? A loss is 2X, I'm risking two to make one. So you'll notice in this line, it has a two, right? You're risking two to make one. But for example, if you take a profit target, right? If I set a 50% profit target, but I'm still having my stop loss at 200%. So going back to that $1,000 example, my win is 500, but my loss is still 2000. So just so you don't have to do the mental math, it literally says risking, you know, four to make one, just so you know what that win loss ratio is. Okay. So, um, the line on 13, again, fixed credit. So that percent is a percent of your account. 1% is honestly kind of high, but let's just use that for now and let's see what happens. Now there's three lines for the black swans. Let me explain how this works. When you do the black swans, you want to input them as whole numbers. Now this lets you inject up to three random black swans. And so if I say, let's say my stop loss is 200%. It means normally on a loss, uh, it's 2x, right? If I set all three black swans to zero, it just means there's going to be no black swans. Now let's say I put a five, right? It means it will randomly inject a single 5x loss somewhere in the number of samples. And if I put, you know, 5, 10, 15, for example, it's going to have a 5x loss, a 10x loss, a 15x loss, and those will be randomly scattered into um, the trade. And one thing you'll notice is on the graph, there's basically going to be two different lines. One of them is the return without the black swans, even if you have labeled black swans in the field. And then one graph at the red line is going to be with the black swans, because I want you to see how different um, having a couple black swans can really do. Okay, so this is basically the setup if you were going to do a fixed credit. Now, for the target credit, this basically is gonna, you know, if you haven't listened before, I would, I would go to the, the risk calculator episode to see how we use the targeting to, to figure this out. But for example, if I had $100,000 and um, you see the target return, I'm gonna put in, let's say 10%, okay? If I put in 10%, it means I'm trying to make 10% of my account, which means the target return is $10,000, right? So you actually see that printed out in line four here. Now, depending on your setup, so let's say I do, again, let's use a simple one, 100% max profit, 200% stop loss or 2x, and let's say I do a 75% projected win rate. As you guys probably know, if you're familiar with PCR, with this setup, you're going to have a projected PCR of 25%, okay? And you'll actually see that in line 10. It's called expected PCR. So based on the expected PCR and the number of trades you do is going to give you a credit target. And that's what it's going to use to size each trade. So just using this example, again, $100,000, 10% target, 100% profit target, sorry, 10% return target, 100% profit target, 200% stop loss, which is 25% PCR. If I did 100 trades, you'll see that it's going to give me a credit target of like 0.4%, right? So that's what it's going to size it at. If I had 500 trades, as you would expect, the credit target goes down per trade because you have more trades, right? So it's going to be 0.08. So one thing I do want to point out, this shows you 
just how little you actually need to size a trade to hit a certain return target. Because a lot of people think like you have to trade, you know, make a percent. A percent honestly is really big. Even half a percent is really big. And I'll just give an example. Like right now, let's say I set a 25% return target for the year. That seems you know pretty aggressive, right? So I have $100,000 and I'm trying to make 25,000, right? If I have a PCR expected of 25%, and let's just say I have, I don't know, 150 trades a year. This is telling me I'm only trying to make 0.67% per trade, right? Not even 1%. So it's quite low. So even playing with the number of trades relative to the PCR, this is going to tell you like just how little you actually need to size each trade. So like when you, if you play with this with a fixed target and you're using large trade sizes like 1%, 2%, you're going to kind of basically see the thing go crazy. Now, one thing to note before we go into the examples, depending on how you set it up, right? If you purposely set it up with some really bad expectancy, like you put like a 30% win rate, right? It's going to tell you that this is a negative expectancy trade, right? So you'll see the PCR actually go negative. If you set something up just for illustrative purposes that have, has a negative PCR, you cannot use the target return mode because it's gonna basically do a negative credit. It, it doesn't make any sense. So if you if you set something up with a negative PCR, make sure you keep it on fixed trade size, okay? So that's the last thing I'll kind of stress before we go into these examples here. Now, as you guys are tinkering with this, you'll notice that every time you make a change on anything, the whole thing reruns, the simulation reruns, and the graphs update. That's just basically how Google Sheets works. And if you're, um, if you have something set up the way you want, and you want to run through a, a number of simulations just to go very quickly to see the different outcomes, put your mouse, um, click into any of the blank cells, and just repeatedly hit the delete key on your keyboard. That actually just forces it to rerun the simulation. Now, the first example. Um, let's look at this. I'm going to use the fixed return target mode. And we're going to set the stop loss to 200% and the profit target at 100%. And I'll go ahead and do 200 trades. So if you have this 200% stop loss, 100% win rate, but basically risk two to make one, right? What I want you to do is basically vary the win rate and look at the expected PCR. You're basically, you can determine what the risk two to make one what win rate you actually need to start making money, right? If I have a right now 30% win rate, it's saying negative 110% PCR, which is obviously, you'll see the graph just goes down, right? You, you, after 200 trades, you know, I'm losing like, you know, 80% of my account or whatever, you know? So um, if I do the 40%, right? The PCR is still negative, negative 80. If I go to 50% is, you know, 50%, negative 50%. If I do 66%, this is actually about, actually, let me do 66.6666. This is the theoretical break-even win rate when you risk two to make one. And you'll see that it says expected PCR is zero. Um, now, if you raise the, uh, let's, let's say we start going to 75%, as we just mentioned earlier, it's the 25% PCR. If we go to 80%, 90%. So the first thing I want you to do is just set some fixed win-loss ratio play with the win rate and just see how that affects the graph, how that affects the PCR. You're essentially finding at different win-loss ratios, 
what kind of win rate you need to have positive expectancy, right? So that's kind of one exercise you can do. So another one uh, example I'm going to go through is uh, let's use a fixed 80% win rate. And I'm going to do, again, fixed trade size. I'm going to do 100% profit target. And now I'm going to adjust the stop loss. Okay, so this is like saying at a fixed win rate, what kind of win-loss ratio do you need to have a um, positive expectancy, right? So if I have an 80% win rate, if I have a 100% profit target and my stop loss is 200%, right, risk two to make one, it's saying I have a 40% um, PCR. Very good. It's a healthy expectancy. What if I widen, you know, my stop or uh, uh, increase my stop limit, okay? So let's say I did 300%. So 80% win rate, 100% target, 300% stop loss. Now I'm risking three to make one. The PCR goes down to 20, right? So you've, you've cut the expectancy basically in half. But that's obvious because your, your loss size is bigger, right? So let's see how far we can go before we make the loss size actually negative or the, the expectancy. If I do 400% stop loss, risk four to make one. That 80% win rate, this is ex essentially zero PCR, right? We've basically killed off the expectancy. And obviously, if you do 500%, it's going to go negative, right? The system starts losing money. So you can see that. And every time you tinker with this, you know, hit the delete key and kind of rerun it to see what that profit looks like. And on this metrics, you'll see based on your setup, like a raw dollar return, the um, percent return, the, the win rate, the average loss, all, all the usual metrics you're used to seeing from this, but you can see these update in real time. One thing I want to caveat just to keep in mind, this is a random simulation or right? it uses the random number generator. So actually the results are random. What I mean is if you put an 80% win rate, the system may not always give you an exactly 80% win rate. So in the metrics table, look at what the actual win rate is. As long as it's close to the one you want it to be, the projected one, the results should be fairly accurate. But if you go through here, for example, right now I have 80% selected as the win rate. If I rerun it now, it's giving me 81.5, pretty close. 80%, pretty close. 80%, 77.5, that's pretty low. And then 80% again. And that can also be affected by the number of samples. And this is a pretty interesting point, right? If I did only 10 trades, right? As you would expect in a random sample, the actual win rate could be all over the place. Let me run this. 10 samples, okay? With a supposed 80% win rate, I have 60% run it 100%, right? All winners, which is what can happen if you only have 10 trades. Run again, 90% win rate, run it again, 90% win rate. So one thing to note, and this is just regular probabilities, with a lower sample size, your win rate could really deviate from the, the theoretical one. So you can even change the number of trades and rerun and to see how much that affects the win rate and the expectancy. So if I boost it to the max, which is 500 in this case, you would expect that realized win rate to generally be pretty close to the projected one. So uh, again, I have an 80% win rate. I'm going to run it with 500 samples. I have 77.2, 81.2, So I'm running this and it's giving me pretty close to the projected one. Okay, so that's another thing you can do to really play with this. Um, now the third example, <laughs> I call this the tasty trade example. Um, because we're going to set up what people think that usually kind of the, the tasty trade style of trading is. 
I'm gonna do about an 85% win rate. Uh, let me drop it down to about 300 samples here. I'm gonna do a 50% profit target and a 200% stop loss. I know they don't use hard stops normally, but they say generally like if you try to manage a trade to a scratch or a small loss, let's just say on average, your average loser is 2X, your credit, okay? So keep in mind, with the 50% profit target and a 200% stop loss, you're risking four to make one, right, on average. And that shows on here. And so this PCR, expected PCR is actually 13%. I mean, it's not great, but it's still positive. But here's what I want you to do now, okay? We're gonna inject a few black swans here. Actually, let me lower the samples. I'm gonna lower it to like 200%, 200 trades, sorry. So I'm gonna zero these out. I'm gonna just do one black swan. If I, I, I put a one, 5x black swan so normally my losses are 2x i'm gonna put a single 5x loss here and i want i'm gonna compare the two returns right so right now i have my win rate set at 85 and i just ran it and it gave me 84.5 percent win rate my pcr for the non-black swan is like 10 percent. it's like a 24 percent return um i said what's my fixed credit size i'm using a fixed one percent credit okay so i have about a 24 percent return on without the black swan, with the black swan, it basically lowered the return by like 5%, it's 20% it's basically. So again, these numbers, uh, the exact numbers aren't really that meaningful. Just rerun it, you'll see what I mean. The graph is totally like one large loss just that like completely tanks the whole system, right? So let's say, the, let's say in the year, let's say you trade you know, 250 times for example, and then I'm gonna do like three black swans, right? Let's say I have three 10x losses. I don't know, it's maybe three earnings trade that went bad. So even with the high win rate, with three of these black swans, I'm looking right now and, <laughs> oh, I see this win rate is, okay. I have the blue line at a scratch. I guess it's just a bad luck this year. And the red line is like negative 27%. Again, it's, I know it's a little hard to visualize over the podcast, but just put in the black swans, you will see the impact, because you can immediately see when you have these black swans, that red line just, <laughs> you can tell which ones are the black swans. So you can do a 5X, 6X, 10X, whatever you want. Just, you'll see just how much impact even one black swan sometime in the year can have on your long-term expectancy. Um, okay, a couple more examples and we'll wrap this up. This is a really interesting one. I want you to think about this for a second, okay? So I'm gonna do fixed size again. And I'm gonna do 100% profit target and 100% stop loss. This is risk one to make one, okay? Risk one to make one. And I'm gonna do a 50% win rate. So just think of an example. Let's say you flip the coin and it should be 50-50, right? Heads or tails. And let's say on a tails, you won a dollar, right? And a, a heads, you lost a dollar. So what do you expect the expectancy to be, right? win one or lose one, 50%, you'd expect the expectancy to be zero. And in fact, if you do a fixed credit target, right, a fixed trade size, and I'm gonna set it to like a quarter percent just so this thing doesn't go wild. Run this a few times and make sure the win rate is always around 50%. You'll notice that it is about a scratch. The blue line goes up, the blue line goes down, and it generally ends up around 0% return. This is pretty much a given. But we're gonna change things a little bit. So instead of winning or losing a fixed dollar amount, what if you did a fixed percent, right? So 
It sounds similar, but again, instead of saying I win a dollar or lose a dollar, let's say I won 1% or lost 1%. That sounds like it should be the same, right? But it's not. Because remember the idea of negative compounding? If you were to lose you know, a certain percent, like 5% of your account, you actually need a little bit more than 5% to get back to even, right? So if you lose a small amount, like 1%, you do need about a percent profit to get back to even. But if you lost a large amount, like the extreme example, if you lost 50% of your account, you need a 100% gain to get back, to double up, right? So that's that extreme example. So what I want you to do is, with the fixed credit target, start with something small like a quarter percent, and you notice that the expectancy, it you know usually ends up about zero. Now, if you start increasing this fixed trade size, right? Remember, 100% target, 100% stop loss, and 50% win rate. So I'm gonna increase it to like 5%, just something extreme. This expectancy, I mean, it starts, the return starts becoming negative because remember, it's scaling the trade size. It's, it's a fixed percent. It's not a fixed dollar amount, it's a fixed percent. So as the account loses, the percentage that it can gain is actually going down. And you'll see this in the line visually. If I do something extreme like 10%, it's even gonna exacerbate that effect. Like basically some of these graphs, you, you, the account ends up losing like 50%, 80% return. Like it's, it's really extreme. Now obviously there's some where it wins a lot and that just shows the nature of this being a random simulator. But it's, it's really interesting. Just keep hitting the lead, keep rerunning it and see how if you have a 50% win rate, and you're risking one-to-one, -one, or you think you are, but you're betting a really large size, that can that basically becomes negative expectancy. So that's, that's a really interesting example. Now, the final one that I wanna look at here is if we were to basically look at 100% um, profit target again, uh, this is gonna be a little different than the usual, okay? We're used to risking you no know, five to make one or risking you no know, four to make one, whatever it is. So these are negatively skewed risk reward profiles, right? The loss is bigger than uh, the win. But just for illustrative uh, purposes, I wanna flip that. I wanna make a positively skewed strategy. So I want you to do a, um, a fixed, uh, trade size, let's just make it half a percent, set a 100% profit target, but set a 50% stop loss, right? So the loss is half, and you're risking half to make one, okay? So basically your winners are double the losers. This is just a for example. And what I want you to do is I want you to change the win rate and look at the PCR, because I wanna show that when you have bigger wins than losses, you can actually have a quite negative win rate and still be um, positive expectancy. So I'm gonna start something really low. I'm gonna go ahead and set my win rate to 10%. So PCR is negative, 35%, that's fine. Obviously 10% is a very low win rate. Let's go to 15%. PCR is negative 28, I'll go to 20% win rate. Negative 20% PCR, 25%. Now it's negative 13% PCR. So it's almost getting to a zero. Zero means break even, okay? If I go to 30%, it's only negative 5% PCR. And actually what I wanna look for is, I think it's 33.33. 33.33. Remember when we risked two to make one? 
you need 66.66% to break even. Well, when you flip it, when you risk one to make two, you only need 33.33% win rate to break even. And that's the power and shows you the impact of the risk reward reward profile, right? So now if I go to like something low, like 50% win rate, right? So 50% win rate actually gives me a 25% PCR. Think about that. With a 50% win rate, you can have a 25% expectancy simply because you have smaller losses than your wins. Now, I want to caveat by normally with premium selling, these are just by nature negatively skewed strategies. Um, you know, people who like day trade um, or like do kind of uh, futures or scalping, these types of trades you can potentially have some kind of positively skewed strategy. So generally, don't expect that you can find a, a positively skewed strategy with a, a high win rate when you're selling options. It, j it just doesn't quite work that way because if you set your stops really tight, the win rate goes like really, really low. So, I mean, if you find something that works, um, sure, go for it. But this is more just kind of illustrative to show you that when you start tinkering with this win-loss ratio, it really changes the kind of win rate you need to you know, have a positive expectancy. So I think I'll leave it there for now. Uh, I know this episode got a little bit longer than I was hoping, but what I want you to do is run through those examples, look at the way it changes the expectancy curve, the return, put in the black swans, look at how those impact it. And basically, if you guys think of some interesting examples, you know, reach out and message me. If you find something of note, um, something you want me to take a look at, definitely let me know. Um, I try to put some instructions on, on the sheet here. If there's something not clear, let me know, ask questions. Um, hopefully I can clarify or add more kind of documentation on the page. Um, but hopefully um, you guys have fun using this and it provides another tool for you to kind of learn about probabilities and expectancy. All right, so let's leave it there. Um, as always, if you guys enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can also visit the uh, trading page at www.thetradebusters.com, where, remember, the expectancy simulator is now linked. But you'll also find all of my strategy mechanics, trade logs, as well as, well as various essays I've written and other podcasts I recommend. Finally, you can follow me on Twitter at The Trade Buster. That's it for today, guys. Thank you all for listening, and I'll see you next time.